Physics World. Hello and welcome to the Physics World podcast. I'm Andrew Glester and this month's Physics World magazine is a special issue all about plant physics. So for this month's podcast we decided to look at some of the amazing research being inspired by nature. Oil spills are a potent image of marine habitat destruction. They frequently kill marine mammals, and those lucky enough to survive the immediate effects of the oil spill suffer from the long-term effects of contaminated food supply. There are several methods for cleaning up oil spills in the oceans and some well-known examples of substances which can be used to soak up oil spills. But the main issue with most of them is that they also soak up the water – If you put sawdust into the oil spill, it soaks up the oil and a lot of water, making the disposal of it and the handling of it considerably more expensive than something which might be able to leave the water where it is and just extract the oil. Oil itself is hydrophobic and doesn't mix with water, so it seems like it should be possible. Claudia Zieger has been researching something inspired by nature which might just provide the answer. I'm working in the field of biomimetics, which means that uh, you use principles of nature for technical applications. But something that has actually always been fascinating me, and not only me, but people in general, like airplanes, for example, they're inspired by birds, and the Velcro tape is inspired by plants and all stuff like that. So there are quite some famous examples that we, we use in everyday life. And in nature, you can find fascinating things and fascinating effects. So making them technically available is something that actually fascinates me, yeah? Claudia and the team looked at the leaves of a type of fern called salvinia and lotus leaves, considering how much oil they absorb and how their surface structure affects that absorption. Plants have been used for oil absorption, also for absorption of other things before, but they normally aren't used like the whole leaves, only when, when they're grained or cut into small pieces, they have been used before. But what we've been studying is actually the surface structure. So when you cut the leaf, then the surface structure is destroyed and just the plant material is used for all absorption. That's, that's widely known. But the surface structure of the leaves is quite special. Like Some people might know the lotus surface that is uh, water repellent and self-cleaning. And Salvinia leaves have kind of a different surface structure. They are like hairy, so they are small micro hairs on the surface. And they also are water repellent. And when you when you put them under water, for example, they keep an air layer. And that they absorb oil, well, that the surface structure absorbs oil, hadn't been investigated in the past as far as I know. First thing we found out was that they do absorb oil in huge amounts and quite fast, so within seconds. And then we looked further into how the the shape of the trichome, so the shape of the surface structure, influences the oil absorption. And in Salvinia species, so in the the plant leaves, there are different shapes of trichomes, different shapes of hairs. Uh, Some Salvinia leaves have like single standing, very simple hairs, and other have egg beater shaped hairs, so really complicated structures. And what we found out in summary was that when the tips of the hairs or the tips of the trichomes are connected, then the plants absorb more oil than when the the tips of the trichomes are single standing. And that's because the trichomes, when they are connected, then they support the oil-air interface a lot better than when they are not. So Claudia and the team made some significant discoveries, but how can that be applied in the real world? Well, first of all, one could use the plant leaves as natural oil solvent. So the Salvinia plant is a pest plant in many regions of the world. 
and you could actually just collect those leaves and use them as natural oil sorbent rather than making some oil sorbent from, from some technical material. The second thing that might be helpful is that uh, for bio-inspired materials, so for oil absorption materials that are uh, artificial, you could use the, this information in order to improve the materials and to make them more efficient. Okay. And is that something that is happening or that you hope to will happen? Well, basically, the first thing is something that I hope that it will happen, so or that, that could happen in the future, that people use the plant leaves as oil sorbent. The second thing is kind of happening, like the institute where I've been working at. It's the Karlsruhe Institute of Technology, the Institute for of Microstructure Technology. Uh, we have been developing a nanofresh surface. So it's an artificial surface that has kind of similar surface structure, similar to the Salvinia leaves. So it's a polymeric surface that is covered by micro nano hairs, and it's also super hydrophobic and it also absorbs oil. Um, but we have so far not uh, like used the the information we got from the Salvinia plant in order to to improve the nanofur surface. The bio-inspired nanofur is fabricated successfully. Just the improvement, like the idea of the the information we got was that the hair shape influenced the oil absorption, and we haven't yet uh, like improved the nanofur in a way that we influence the hair shape in order to make it more efficient. Okay. Do you know what, why why you haven't? Well, it's in the micro nano uh, world, and it's not that easy to influence the shape of nano hairs. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and on top of that, um, I'm not sure if it's worth it. Uh, we developed nanofur filters or nanofur membranes for our water separation, using it as a filter instead of an oil absorbent. So we made micropores into that nanofur surface, into the nanofur foils mm. uh, for our water filtration. And that's a lot more efficient than improving oil absorbent materials. Okay. Over the past year, hurricanes Harvey, Irma and Maria caused severe inland flooding in heavily populated regions of Florida, Houston and Puerto Rico, all of which remain vulnerable to future storms. These storms caused billions of dollars of property damage and, of course, human casualties. But these are only the most high-profile manifestations of sea level rises. Normal coastal erosion is estimated to destroy over 1,500 homes just in the US every year at a cost of over $500 million. Most worryingly, the increase in sea level rise is inconsistent and unpredictable. Some areas like Louisiana and South Florida are particularly vulnerable on the macro scale, but it's difficult for individual property owners to predict and respond to sudden sea level rises. Cities which are built on the shoreline would only require a moderate rise in sea levels to cause major disruption, even if the classic sci-fi image of the Statue of Liberty underwater is not necessarily just around the corner. Amir Kazemi is another scientist inspired by nature, and he thinks the traditional seawall is not the best answer. Traditional sea structures are less durable, inflexible, expensive to construct, costly to maintain, and scar the face of the landscape. Well, it turns out that nature has solved this problem for us. Natural shorelines are flexible, inexpensive, and adjustable. So our idea was to mimic a structure that take a cue from nature and build a bio-inspired structure, which is smaller, simpler, scalable, and safer for our environment. Amir is a postdoctoral researcher 
at the Florida Atlantic University, and he found some inspiration in the natural coastline. Mangrove trees are native to coastal areas and are usually found worldwide in tropical and subtropical regions. Mangroves provide habitat for living species and animals. In mangrove ecosystem, there are other plants, animals, and can tolerate um, periodic flows with seawater. They contain complex filtration system and complex root system to cope with salt water and wave action. What is truly interesting about the mangrove is that they protect shoreline due to their complex root system, which dissipate tidal energy through unique hydrological flows. When a storm surge occurs following a powerful coastal storm, the network of the mangrove roots divert the energy of the water into a different directions, in that way reducing the risk of the coastal damages. The most amazing feature of the mangrove is that they adjust themselves to change in sea level rise. In fact, mangrove can protect itself from sea level rise by building upward structure with an incredible natural processes by accumulating layer of either mud carried by tide river into the forest or through formation of decaying plant matter and, produ and producing peat. Uh, something that is truly interesting about the mangrove is that the mangrove have very robust structure keeping up with sea level rise and highly resilient under severe conditions. Compared to other vegetation that locate in hurricane path, they have survived for 8,000 years. Actually, the root system has the most contribution on the robustness. And this inspired us to research on complex hydrodynamic of the root system. We wanted to understand how is the fluid dynamic interaction with the root configuration and what are the effects of the porosity and flexibility of different elements in the mangrove? Amir and the team created a simplified model of these roots, representing them as cylinders and including hanging roots as cylinders on a hinge. Using a tunnel and flow visualisation methods, they found out how the root diameter, flexibility, size of the mangrove patch and how porous the mangroves are affects the water flow. What they learned could be useful to take into account when designing man-made coastal structures. Are we going to be seeing this in structures along the coastline uh, at any time soon? Well, our systematic modelling provides a framework to engineer mangrove-like structure as a coastal protection. Uh, many low-lying areas use seawall to protect the storm surge, but these structures are expensive to build and you know, cause the, their, their own set of environmental concern through disruption of the natural landscape. Potentially, our findings could be used to build artificial mangrove plant in coastal area which protect coastal in natural disaster conditions. Our experimental work could be applied in a tsunami scenario in which water flow constantly through the mangrove models as a result of sea level rise. We are currently working on a new models which allow us to understand the flow in a more complex design. We hope that this design be used for small spaces, complex structures, and maybe many of them as a collaborative system. Okay, so you, I mean, you think that there'll be uh, sort of buildings that are in the future built on the coastline could have this structure built into them as much as deliberately building structures specifically for this. Right, right. There are a lot of potentials. Basically, 
mentioning that you know artificial network of the mangrove can be used as a protective you know, scheme that is uh, f that can be adjusted in a small spaces or uh, in an area that can be designed in an outer uh, surface of the building. It's a very new um, idea, and some some other research group uh, in different parts of the world are taking some other aspects of this vegetation. So uh, it's, it's, uh, it's very inspiring, actually. Yeah, and are you going to stay with this? Is this continuing to be your research? Sure, yes. Uh, actually, I'm working on the uh, on a more complex structure that mimic uh, exactly the, the, the configuration of the roots. So we want to understand what happens for that, to, to see the different structures that has the same porosity, but different uh, comp um, configuration, the, um, geometry configuration, and understand the fluid dynamics behind it. Um, because one of the main reasons is that, you know, this mangrove can tolerate the salty water in, uh, in the coastline. So the water uh, filtration system is very important. So the wake and the fluid dynamics behind that plays a prominent role. Um, that could be another reason. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's fascinating. I thank you so much for, for talking to me about it. Uh, thank you so much, Andrew. These are just some of the brilliant ideas which we will begin to see out in the world, inspired by nature to protect us from nature and nature from ourselves. This is the sound of corn growing, recorded over eight hours by researchers at the Crop Biomechanics Lab at New York University, Abu Dhabi, and the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. They're using that sound to study ways to make corn stronger and more resilient to storm damage. But Tushna Karmasariat at Physics World was inspired by this research in another way. Here's a snippet of a short science fiction story Tushna wrote for this month's Physics World magazine. It was like any one of the mornings Maisie had spent over the past year since she joined the research team. As she explained to her friends and family, they watched and listened to corn growing. Her team was studying the material properties of stalks of corn, hoping to improve crop production. It was quite calming work, she often thought, watching time-lapse videos of stalks of corn slowly stretching towards blue skies, listening for the tell-tale creaks and crackles of fracturing fibres, and marking out the scant inches of growth over the course of a day. Staring out at the courtyard, which was hazy in the morning heat, Maisie thought of the vast field that her team was currently studying in the distant, cool night air of Nebraska. On a whim, she decided to tune into the live sound feed from the field. But instead of the sound of whispering stalks in the breeze, she heard the murmur of human voices. You can read the rest of that story on the last page of this month's Physics World magazine. You can find out how to get access to the magazine by going to physicsworld.com and going to the magazine tab. We'll be back next month when we'll be looking at quantum technologies. And thank you very much for listening. Physics World.